What's the most important mountain on earth? Well, since I preached about spiritually scaling Mount Everest a few weeks ago, some might think that's the answer. But despite its massive height of over 29,000 feet, it's not. Some might think that Mount Blanc in France would fill the role. But despite hosting the Olympics and its amazingly picturesque, well, well, everything is picturesque about it, it's not the answer either. Others might think it's the Matterhorn with its near symmetrical pyramidal shape and four edges that face the four compass points. It clearly must have been designed with beauty and perfection in mind by God. But it's not the answer either. Rather, hands down, Mount Calvary wins the competition. Even though it's much smaller than any of the other three, even though it's less less picturesque, and even though it's shaped like a skull rather than a near-perfect pyramid, it's the one that we can say with the prophet Isaiah, the hand of the Lord rested on this mountain. What makes Calvary so important is that it draws together two remarkable things that we see in the readings today. First, the promised feast, and second, freedom from sin. In the first reading, Isaiah says, On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines. This is about the most important thing offered to us in the life to come, the eternal banquet of heaven. It's a description of what eternal life holds for those of us who are invited to the feast, the wedding feast of the Son of God. Isaiah also tells us that on this mountain he will destroy the veil that veils all peoples, the web that is woven over all nations. He will destroy death forever. This is about the most important thing that is offered to us in this life, freedom from sin and freedom from the fear of eternal meaninglessness. It's these two ideas that are brought together perfectly on Calvary. When Christ ascended the mountain of the Lord and took his place on the throne of the cross, he offered us the rich food of his body and the choice wines of his precious blood as he destroyed sin and death in the very same act. In other words, when Christ offered himself to the Father for us, he invited us to freedom from sin and death and into the eternal banquet. But how do we respond to this invitation? Do we respond like those in the gospel who ignored the invitation, or even worse, those who struck back against the king? Or do we respond in a different way? I think our response should be twofold. The first is that we should respond to God's invitation by continuing to come to Mass. Mass brings us to the crossroads between heaven and earth. It transports us to that moment of Christ's victory over death and to the eternal worship of the Father in heaven. And as we partake of the Eucharist, we are filled with the rich food and the choice wines of Jesus' 
body, and blood, truly present in the Eucharist. In other words, Mass is the place in this life when we can ascend the mountain of the Lord and draw from its life-giving source, namely Christ himself. Second, we should respond to this invitation not only by continuing to Mass, but also by living out the virtue of gratitude. There is nothing we have done nor that we can do to earn this invitation. All of us, myself included, are sinners, and any sin that we commit, as small as it is, is an immeasurable offense against God. Yet that didn't stop him from loving us, from sending his son to die for us, and from destroying sin and death. And for this, we should be grateful. For redemption, for grace, for the Eucharist, and in light of the last few weeks, of even being able to come to Mass at all, for these things we should be grateful. I know that when I think about it, I can take the, the fact that I can come to Mass for granted. I can take freedom from sin for granted. And I can take the invitation to the heavenly banquet for granted. Everything that we've been going through for the last six months has helped to put some of this back into perspective. And the reality of the last month, when I haven't been able to say Mass with students and you haven't been able to come to Mass here in St. Dominic Chapel, all of this has helped me to realize how I can take for granted some of the most important things that God has entrusted to me, that God has given to us. And if you're like me and took these things for granted too, this means that I, that we, need to work on our gratitude to God. And so then, as we draw near this altar, coming to the focal point that unites the sacrifice of Mount Calvary with the eternal banquet of heaven, may the Lord grant us an increase in gratitude so that we may praise him for all eternity as we feast on the rich food and the choice wines at the wedding feast of the king's son. <laughs>